three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's a, a nice sunny day, so just trying to relax and get some stuff done. Awesome. It, it's funny. I, I came across your profile through my friend Theo Brown, and um, he liked one of the posts that you'd posted, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I, I got to scrolling a little bit, and I was like, this is an interesting an interesting person. I'd, I'd like to talk with her. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And just taking the time to look through your podcast and listen to it. I'm just like, I feel that, you know, the things that you talk about in your focus and what my focus is, it's very much aligned. And so I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Um, well, go ahead and tell the people, um, who, who is it that you say you are? Okay. So, well, my name is Lapora and uh, my focus is really just uh, to give, to bring awareness to the individuals who are in the positions where perhaps it's more of a, a lower visibility role or a role where it is underappreciated. And we see these people every single day and they work so hard and yet, and still they don't get, uh, in my opinion, the the honor that they deserve. And so my goal is just to really to to work with those people, to work alongside them and to let them know how invaluable they really are to society as a whole. Awesome. Um how is it how did you decide on on this for yourself because like you said we our um missions definitely align our 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 viewpoint are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um well, for you, you, your your goal is about, you know, taking the everyday people, right, mm-hmm. and being able to acknowledge them. And and for me, I feel like for the people that I'm trying to bring that attention to, they are the everyday people. They're not necessarily the people that you're going to see with, you know, all of the likes or, or in the magazine or whatever the case may be. They're going to be the people that are um, perhaps a little bit, um, they may feel unseen and unheard. And it's really just about bringing forward that voice so that it can be elevated because there's a lot of people that we see every day, but we need to hear, we need to hear from them more often. So it's really about being able to, to bring that to the forefront. Gotcha. Did, did you ever find yourself in that position as, as one of those people? Yes. I can't say yes enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm still in that position. That's the thing. It's not something that that I'm necessarily trying to get out of. Like, mm-hmm. It's about just being able to find the power in where you are in not looking to necessarily to be elevated in order for your voice to be more heard, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just about you know, wherever your position, everybody has the ability to make impact. Right. But it takes sometimes people understanding that the power that they have, being able to uh, understand what they are capable of, being able to get a hold of that internal narrative to say, you know what? Yeah, (laughs) I 
this. I can make impact in somebody's life just doing what I'm doing, right? Doing what I do in everyday life. I can make impact. Right. And, and so that's my goal is to get out there and to, to let those people know, those everyday people know that what you have is so wonderful. It's so great. But it's time for you to tap into that and start utilizing that ability that you have. Right. That's awesome. I, I like the analogy that you, you showed in one video where it was like you had the water bottle with all the mess. You're like, oh, you got to do it's like it's OK if you've got that on there, but you got to take the lid off because at the same time you might think you're you're protecting yourself. You're also kind of um, keeping yourself from being blessed and being able to receive the goodness that can come in and then all the junk that you might have within can come out. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Asher. And with that, you know, it's it gets really scary, right? Because people start to think that, hey, you know, well, I don't want to take that cap off. I don't want to take that lid off because then anything can get to me. Like I have the potential to be harmed. And you know what? You're right. You do. You absolutely do. But there's no possible way to grow if we keep ourselves uh, with that lid on. There's there's nothing else we can do. We are 100% guaranteed to do nothing mm. <laughs> as long as we keep that lid on. So, yeah, take it off and just just keep moving forward. Did you um, in, in your life, did you have a moment like that? That was the the lid off moment or did somebody come into like your circle to be like, hey, like you really got something here. You need to live it up a little bit. Yeah. So it was probably a mixture of all those things. Um, it, it probably boiled down to honestly, obviously I'm a I'm, I'm bald woman, bald black woman. Right. And but I wasn't I've struggled with uh, alopecia areata since I was 14 years old, which is essentially where bald patches just I just wake up and my hair is bald. And then sometimes my hair will go back and then sometimes it will fall out. I went through this particular, what I'll call a flare up where like my hair was just going ball, 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 but I did not want to let go of my hair. I mm. wanted to keep it on my head. And so I wore wigs all the time. Mm. And one day I'm dropping off my son off at daycare. And the next thing I know, my wig is off, is not on my head. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what's going on? And there were cameras in the building. So I mm. could just imagine that people were probably like laughing at it and just like, this is hilarious, the lady's wig. But anyways, my wig ended up being on the wall hook behind me and I put it back on. My son thought it was hilarious, the whole situation. But I started to really think about that whole situation, not about necessarily losing my wig on my head, but just the fact that I was wearing it at all. Mm. Uh, me wearing it had a lot to do with me thinking that I could control what other people thought about me, that I could control their thoughts. And it also had a lot to do with making me feel comfortable. The wig itself was not comfortable. It was very, <laughs> but just me thinking that, you know, if I wear this wig, then I'm beautiful by society standard. If I wear this wig, then, you know, I have the, 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 the power. If I wear this wig, my kids won't be embarrassed. And not that they were. Mm -hmm. being bald. And not that my husband was with me being bald, but those were the thoughts that I was convincing myself of why I needed to wear that wig. Um, but when I finally made the decision to get rid of it, to take mm -hmm. it off my head and just be done with it, it literally opened up 
a whole new world for me where I realized, well, well, gosh, if I could do that, like what else can I do? And I started to see opportunities that were coming. I started to, to try other things a little bit more because I was no longer concerned about the unspoken thoughts and opinions of others where to the point where it controlled my life because it was controlling my life. Hmm. And so just, just getting past that. And so that was my, my stance of taking my cap off. It was really just me taking off my wig, <laughs> but it was powerful for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's amazing. I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's cool that you, you acknowledge that because obviously as we're talking, it's like, I'm sure people like you, like you mentioned before, people may mention something and also for um, women, like, their hair is like a, a big thing that either they make a big deal out of or the people, the society around you makes a big deal out of. And it it's amazing to see that um, just from that incident, you, you became more aware of like, hmm, like, am I gaining something from doing this? Or like, am I, am I really kind of shortchanging myself? Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's one thing that I would encourage people to think about. Like when it gets to the point where it's, it's good to listen to other people to take, you know, to listen to their advice, if they have it, you know, sprinkle some salt on it, whatever the case may be. That's great. Mm -hmm. And I recommend that. But when it gets to the point where other people's advice, other people's opinions, other people's thoughts, when that controls what you do, more so than what you want to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's time to take a step back and to reevaluate why. Why is that the case? Why am I allowing, whether they say it or not, why am I allowing that to control what I do? Right. Instead of thinking for myself and making those decisions based off of what's best for me. Yeah, that's good. Um, so what, what part of the world are you in? I'm in Maryland. Okay. In Southern Maryland right now. And I'll be here for a couple weeks. Um, And it is very isolated. (laughs) To say the least. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people like it. I like to be a little bit closer to the city. Gotcha. Um, But we are quite distant from that. So (laughs) So you're, I guess, would that be technically outside of the DMV area? We are technically in the DMV area because okay. it's because of DC, Maryland, and Virginia. But I feel like we are in our own state mm. <laughs> because it's so far, so far removed from the city. Yes, absolutely. But we're we're DMV. Gotcha. <laughs> awesome. So you said you're there just for a few weeks. What what brought you out that way? Uh, life. Uh, my husband's position, but we're we're getting ready to to transition here shortly. Um, to a, a different state, getting ready to transition into New Jersey. So I'm mm. very excited about the change, even though it looks like we'll relatively be far from city life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still closer. Yeah. <laughs> I just need closer, anywhere closer. Jersey is a, is a nice city. I, I've just visited it one time. Um, I didn't know for a while back that New York was a place. I thought people were just mispronouncing New York. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I've heard that uh, before as far as that mispronunciation there. Gotcha. But I, I see you're you're looking to write a um, self-help book. So is that 
part of your background being an author and and um, just speaking life into people? Uh, so yeah, I've I've always written things, whether it be poetry or articles. Never a book have I written. Well, when I was a little kid, I wrote my little kid books. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a life I'm a life skills coach. Uh, educator and that's something that I'm extremely passionate about is being able to help people right and with this this book it's it's utilizing my skills that I've written a lot of articles for professional and personal development Mm -hmm. and I just feel like I have a lot more to say and why not put it in a book right right? Um, I'm actually working on I'm attempting to take the traditional publishing route first so I'm working on a book proposal and hopefully in the next um, couple of weeks or so, I should be finishing up with that and then looking for literary agents and looking for publishers and all that fun business stuff that comes with helping people, right? It's just being able to, to get it out there and to put it on the market. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm really, I'm excited about it. That's awesome. It, it's funny. I, I think I've, I've met a few um, publishers or people kind of in that space. So if if you get hung up, I might be able to to connect you. Yeah. Fingers fingers crossed. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So you said um, as being a um, life skills coach, what what does that look like for you? So life skills coaching for me is focusing in on self awareness and self management. Mm-hmm. So being aware of what works for us being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses, because sometimes people oversell themselves, but a lot of times people also undersell themselves. Mm. Um, And so just being aware of where that lies within you and understanding uh, if you have any potential uh, triggers or things that could upset you or, or, or whatever the case may be, that self-management piece is, you know, you've heard of classes like anger management, Mm -hmm. stress management, communication, So after I'm able to help people identify, you know, or become more aware of themselves, then being able to take that next step to help them manage uh, those particular areas. And there's a lot more as well, but just as a general gist, that's, that's generally what that boils down to. Awesome. Have you, have you used um, tools like DISC, um, Meyer Briggs, or um, those types of tests and assessments? Yes, uh, Myers-Briggs and um, emotional intelligence assessment mm. as well, just to be able to uh, figure out. So I am INTP, which is essentially I am, I'm an introverted person and I think a lot. Like I, I spend a lot of time thinking in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, book text wise, INTPs aren't very empathetic, <laughs> right? But that's where the uh, emotional intelligence comes into play. Right. INTP is more personality-based, but then you also have emotional intelligence, which is essentially learning how to be more self-aware, the self-management, but also the other aspect of that is that social competence, which is learning how to be aware of others and mm-hmm. being able to combine your, your awareness and your management along with what you're seeing in others to be able to have a effective uh, relationship. Gotcha. Can, can you break down, uh, you said INTPs? Yes, I got gotcha. you. So because really- I, um, before you before you go into it, like I just came across it because 
my podcast, the name, it's it's My Time Podcast, so it's abbreviated IMTP. So whenever <laughs> I tried looking it up online to make sure things post like on YouTube, I started running into this thing saying INTP. And then I saw someone that was, um, I guess you could say almost robotic-like, but I could empathize with what he was saying because I was like, it's weird that they almost fit into each other. And I didn't mean to do that intentionally, but I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that that makes sense. Like we do need um, a little bit of nudge here and there. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So with that, there are, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so terrible about counting, so I may get these numbers wrong. Okay. <laughs> Let's see, I wanna say eight different um, types, and I don't wanna go into each and every one of them, but mm-hmm. so you have the I, but you also have the E, which is extroverted, and then the I is the introverted, I'm introverted. And then you also have uh, intuitive or uh, a feeler, you have judgmental, you have perceived, and I just said I wasn't gonna go into each of them, but here I am. <laughs> you I, have do, a, your, do your thing, do your thing. <laughs> you have a, a thinker and sensing, you have sensing as well. So sensing and then the thinking. So for me, I am an introvert, mm-hmm. I am intuitive, I am a thinker, and I am a perceiver. So generally people who have those four are more so of the analytical thinkers, logical, you know, there, there's a whole list of things that you can, as you've probably run into um, as you're looking this up, that different sites may explain it slightly different ways, but on the baseline level, we're, we're like logical, we're thinkers, we stay in our heads a lot. And uh, that's that's what I am. I do stay in my head. And there's certain, we're, we are more so reserved as well. But with that, that doesn't mean that just because you're INTP or whatever the case may be, that that's the only way that you would remain because there are other aspects as well, such as I mentioned, you know, with emotional intelligence, which is really just about having your self-awareness, but also that other awareness. And that is something that can continuously grow as you learn more about yourself and as you take what you're learning about yourself and learning about others and applying that to uh, whatever professional or personal relationship that you're in. That makes sense. So, so the, the acronym itself, INTP, is it short or an abbreviation for something? Yes. It's the uh, introverted, intuitive, thinker and perceiver. Oh, okay. Got you. And then you'll have like an extrovert, which is, well, an extrovert, you may have like an ESFJ, mm-hmm. which is extroverted, sensor, filler, uh, or feelings in a judger. So, or judging. So it's, those are the, together, those are all of the letters, but that is the exact opposite letters of, of each of mine. So each of those four letters represent uh, a particular personality trait uh, about you or anyone for that matter, if you're taking the Myers-Briggs. Gotcha. So, so all of those letters, they, they, they come from the Myers-Briggs and I guess, however it spells out for you, that's, that's kind of like your, your go-to category. Yes. Yes. And sometimes you'll take one assessment and you may get, you know, four letters and then you'll take another assessment here and you may get a another four letters. So, I mean, it's, 
there's going to be, of course, some shift there, just really depending on where your mindset is. No one mm. is this way all the time. Right, right. Where are you most of the time? Is right. Probably the best way to, to look at it. Got you. That makes sense. Um, something, I, I guess, I haven't trained in Myers-Briggs per se, but I've, I've come across the DISC assessment and um, something that I learned this year using the advanced insights profile, it's like it takes the DISC index, the values and the attributes, which measures like how a person decides to display their behavior. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the values, which is like what motivates you. And then the attributes show how you process information based on what you see either externally and, and internally. But a big thing that was um, shared with me in the learning of this was that um, the assessments aren't necessarily meant to show who you are, but how you are and like how you, you decide to display the information that you have within. Because I, I think I've seen a lot of people where it's almost whether they get diagnosed with autism which doesn't have anything to do with the assessment, but whether it's like autism, ADHD, whatever um, label we tend to place on things, some people might wear it as like a badge of honor or like a scarlet letter where it's like, oh, well, I'm this. I guess I'm never going to be anything because somebody told me I was labeled in this way. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like as a life skills coach, you're helping people to identify what they have and how they can leverage it or kind of work with it or kind of, like you said, identifying those strengths and weaknesses and and knowing where it's like you're overdoing it or you're underdoing it and kind of getting you back in alignment with where you need to be. Yes, no, absolutely. And you, you brought up a really good point. And that is I think I kind of alluded to this before, like you can take, you know, these assessments and it's going to, you know, have, okay, so this is maybe what people may label you as, but at the end of the day, any particular assessment can change at any time. And then it's just about understanding where you are right then at that moment and being able to focus on how you can improve that. Mm. Um, Because there's always room for improvement. There is in my opinion, like I am a, a lifelong learner. I don't ever want to be in a place where I feel that, oh, I know everything. Ain't nobody tell me nothing. Cause that's a very dangerous place <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. That's, that's my role is just being able to help people identify that and to also understand that identifying it like if you identify that there's five different things that you need to work on and maybe somebody else identified that there's one, who cares? It does not in any way affect the value that you bring to the table at all. What affects the value that you bring is the value that you bring, right? <laughs> it's just being able to, if you're if you're deciding, hey, this is what I want to bring, then you bring that. Absolutely. Give it your all. And I'm so passionate about it because so many people don't see like how, like what potential they have, how valuable they are. And they do label themselves and say, well, this is me. And so kind of, you know, that scarlet letter, you know, put the big A here. Right. But it's, it's so much more than that. So much more than that. Right. And 
just being able to break through that, that self-awareness and then be able to manage those expectations where they can move past that, those limitations or those limiting beliefs. Right. That, that's awesome. I, I always hear people make the comparison of, or the, the saying where they say, everybody wants to be like Mike. And then it's like, well, everybody can't be Mike. Everybody isn't like six, five or six, eight, like being able to dunk or something like that. But um, I, something I heard someone say that kind of puts things in a different perspective is that there would be no um, record holders if there wasn't somebody keeping the records. If there was never anybody documenting the things, the people that stay in their heads, the people that are like filming the people in the background, you never see that decide like, hey, let's capture this moment or let's um, clean up the area where everybody else is going to have this show. Otherwise, it's like, there's not going to be much show. It's like, why is the stage all messed up? It's like, well, nobody took care of it last time. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's what it's about. That's Those are the people, those everyday people mm-hmm. that a lot of times we, like society was just like, uh, you know, you need them. Yeah. They're so important, so valuable, so essential. So you need them. Awesome. How how long have you been able to, to um, um, be in this space? So I have been in this space for about 10 years in some aspect or another, mm. just building up to, to where I am today. Again, I'm, I'm always about learning. So just different elements that I've just kind of picked up along the way um, as far as with understanding, oh, well, okay. Like I know somebody who didn't necessarily achieve that, but in my eyes, you know, I think that they are pretty important. And then Mm -hmm. just taking that and then just taking, you know, being familiar with pop culture and seeing what society, you know, valorizes as seeing like, oh my gosh, this is so wonderful but I don't necessarily get that all the time. I don't feel that. And so just being able to take all of those different scenarios, all of those different experiences, all of those different feelings that I've gathered and all of that has just brought me to this point, losing my wig. It's all brought me to this point Mm -hmm. I am today. And I just hope that I can continue to, to grow and improve and to learn more and to share more. Cause I think it's so very important to do that. That's awesome. It's like, I guess I'd say at this point, you're, you're a veteran in the game. I'm, I'm just a spring chicken getting into it. <laughs> Let's say mid-level. <laughs> Got you. The, um, what's 2021 been like for you so far? Like given the whole last year that everybody went through. Uh, 2020 has been unexpectedly uh, unexpectedly insightful there are a lot of things that I did not plan to do like last year in 2020 I did not plan to do a lot of things that I'm doing in 2021 but it's happening Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's just really about me again learning even more so how to step out of my comfort zone, how to Mm -hmm. keep moving forward, how to keep pressing forward. And I'm discovering so much about myself, Mm -hmm. about others, about what I feel is, is, is more valuable being able to get, you know, hear what other people have to say about it, connecting with other people, such as yourself, 
hmm. who are on that same page, who are in that, going through that same, like, this is, this is what's important. This is what's valuable. And um, so, yeah, I would say unexpectedly insightful for, for 2021. And I, and I, I hope that it continues to be because I'm loving the surprises. <laughs> <laughs> Started off rough, but I'm loving yeah. the surprises so far. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, so 2021 started off rough coming off of 2020 or 2020 started off rough? Both. Both. Okay. <laughs> I think they both had their, had their rough starts. Um, and every year is going to have that. Mm-hmm. I just think that it was probably a little bit more exacerbated because it was at home. Like every day is the same groundhog day for 365 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like any particular issue that you know our country is facing. I feel like it's just so like it was so like so much to deal with at that time. With already being, I have my husband, I have my family, but with already being mildly isolated, mm-hmm. it was just elevated. Any emotions yeah. that were felt were just all elevated, and and so it was hard. And then getting over that, and then starting twenty. 2021 with the same thing again it's just like okay i can't right. this is this is a lot this is a lot to deal with but in the midst of all of those elevated issues i do feel that um it has been beneficial not only for myself but for a large community uh and so i'm uh, for that i'm i'm very grateful that's awesome so um as the year of 20 20- I wouldn't say as the year wraps up, it almost feels like it's wrapping up, but as I guess we're over halfway through the year, I know you you said a big thing that you're looking forward to is getting um, the book done and um, looking for the the next people on the steps, either the editors or the the publishers and things of that sort. Um, What's something else that you're looking forward to wrapping up the year with? Hmm. A vacation. <laughs> Does that count? Yes, that counts. <laughs> a vacation for sure. Just being able to, I mean, because life can be so fleeting if we just, you know, just like, you know, got to get the book done. Got to, I got still got my nine to five job. Got to get mm-hmm. that too. Um, I'm a wife and I'm a mother and I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm blah, blah, like this, 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 and this. And you just get, sometimes people get so focused on getting stuff done to be the best for everybody else, mm-hmm. but we forget to be the best version of ourselves. And I am the best version of myself when I can just relax. <laughs> so just being able to to have a vacation sounds amazing. If that is how I can end the year 2021, let's do it. <laughs> awesome. What, what would be um, one or two of your favorite, your number one, your, um, what would be your number one pick? A cruise. That's why I said at the end of 2021, it would be so nice to, to get on a, a a cruise ship with the family and to just chill. We've done it once before, and this was years ago. And it would be nice to just do that again and to just have very little worries mm-hmm. about scheduling things making an agenda just waking up when we wake up the kids will probably wake up early but you know waking up when we wake up and then just moving forward and just enjoying the day and enjoying the moment for what it is 
So yeah, say cruise, and I don't know what I don't care about the other one. It's <laughs> if it's a vacation, I'll take it. Gotcha. Uh, cruise for one. Cruise for one. Nice. And you mentioned your nine to five briefly. What what is it that you do? If you don't want, mind me asking. Sure, I'm a life skills educator. Uh, okay. Train. <laughs> oh, okay, so that that is the nine to five. Well, it's different. Do, okay. So, I have my nine to five life skills educator. This is the curriculum that I am expected to teach. And then I also have my own personal development journey where outside of that nine to five, this is what I'm giving of myself in order to help others Mm. with the trainings and curriculums that I develop. Gotcha. Two different, but the same job, which I'm, I'm really grateful for uh, in all honesty, that my nine to five job does mirror my side job. Right. I'm very, very grateful for that. Cause I know for a lot of people, that's not necessarily the case. Right. I'm a life skills coach. I'm a life skills coach. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. It's like, you don't, you don't have to like divide your attention. You can be one place. And as it's like, well, I'm teaching this group. Now I'm teaching this group or I'm teaching this client. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Awesome. Like, really grateful. And I feel blessed to be able to have that, that one hat that, I can wear in multiple locations. Nice. So do you work with children or adults or both? I work with adults. I I feel like I do better with adults and then teens as mm. well. Um, I feel like those are two, like my people, I, I have smaller kids, but mm. I, I can't work with smaller children. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I'm dealing with my own and that's it. That's the cutoff. Like. Yeah, maybe one day I'll get there. but today is not that day (laughs) adults and teens right (laughs) that's my jam awesome but so far has it been um still within that 10 year time frame that you've been able to to um work with adults in the life skill space yes um well more so on primarily focused on Mm. self-awareness is the space that I've been in and communication and being able to uh, help people with developing better communication skills. Mm-hmm. And then more recently, I would say in the past five years, so half, half of that time, I've been more focused on that self-management aspect with the stress management and the anger management, uh, effective parenting, all of those particular life skills has been more so of my core focus. So mm-hmm. I've shifted slightly. And then throughout all of that uh, with helping people just to understand their worth because career focus is a really big, even though life skills education is, is my primary mm-hmm. career focus is also something that I'm extremely passionate about. And I feel that it does tie in to uh, life skills because undervaluing yourself and overvaluing when you're doing that resume, a lot of people, they, you know, it's so it's about striking that balance, right? It's like no way they 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 wouldn't. <laughs> so striking that balance that way, and and also when you're going into interview, being able to correctly sell yourself mm-hmm. in a way. But again, that comes after you have that self awareness, and then being able to manage that. However, that is um, manifested, just being able to to get that out. But they are very closely related, and they're both near and dear to my heart. Gotcha. That's amazing. What I guess with um how would you say 
with how things kind of have switched back and forth from last year to this year, have you seen a lot more people come your way, whether it's people not being able to work locally or now that things kind of open back up, um, like wanting to get back out there and kind of pursue opportunities? I would say for me personally, it may just be my particular uh, location I'm isolated mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's I've seen it's moving steady it mm-hmm. did increase initially uh, when COVID hit mm-hmm. March of last year once things started to shut down and it got it stayed it maintained its steadiness throughout 2020 mm-hmm. it tapered off just a little bit but for the most part, it is, it's just been a, a steady influx of some, you know, one week you have a lot of people that are really interested and they're wanting to get assistance in the next. I'm just like, well, are we still dealing with this issue? Because I'm not seeing anybody. Right. So it's, it's a steady influx, which I know is a more intuitive statement, but it's gotcha. <laughs> steady, steady influx. Yeah. Mm. So I guess, would you, in that case, would you get a lot of um, like, turnover from people having that initial interest but then people kind of being worried like uh i really don't want to go be around people or maybe i'll find something virtual and be able to work it that way and just be like hey i still have value in this sense because i can i can still do the work needed yes that is for sure just just going upwards as far as with a lot of people that are not wanting to work in person mm-hmm. doing the the virtual Route and they're feeling like they are qualified enough to be able to find those opportunities. Mm. The flip side, there's a lot of companies and organizations that are out there that are providing those opportunities because they know that there's a lot of qualified people out there who don't want to work in a building. Well, in an office building, they want to work in their their home um, or, or, or maybe in a remote office where they can occasionally go in and have like the little office work hubs. Um, So, yeah, a lot of people are doing that and I'm I'm not mad at them for doing it. Honestly, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, I think for a lot of companies, it's been long overdue to have that as an opportunity to work uh, in that particular or to have that particular opportunity for people to work from home. So I'm happy for that, that change and that new trend. Right. Uh it makes sense. I guess they say as the world turns, we, we've got to turn with it. Yep. Or get lost. Like either one, like you choose. <laughs> well, um, I won't keep you too much longer, but I, I very much appreciate your time. I appreciate you jumping on. Um, is there anything you'd like to leave the people with or um, where should they keep an eye out for your book and just um, following you online? So for now, if people could just, excuse me, continue to just follow me on Instagram, that is, I am new to Instagram, but I'm slowly trying to to build up some momentum there because that's where I am, um, you know, just keeping track of the the whole journey that with, with writing this book and the, in the journey of just being able to explore the opportunities and the challenges that come with it. And eventually very soon, I will be launching my own uh, webpage, mm. uh, 
but they're only going to find out if they follow me on Instagram. (laughs) 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 So go to Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn and I'm happy to connect with people there as well. And just if there's anybody that I can help, feel free to, to send me a message DM, I guess that's that's the saying, right? Send me a direct message and let me know how I can help. Um, I'm all about engaging with people, uh, starting those conversations, being able to help motivate and whatever I can do to be of assistance. I really want to be there. So that's all I, I have to say. And thank you so much for this opportunity to be on this podcast. I have thoroughly enjoyed myself here today. So thank you so much for that. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining me. And I believe your Instagram will be just your name, um, Lapora Lindsay. Yes, that's it. I'm not nothing fancy. <laughs> awesome. Hey, simple does it does it best. Well, thank you for your time. I hope to speak with you again soon. Take care and have a great week. Thanks. You too.